0: Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. Jackie Monica, let's get to it. Headlines still being dominated by inflation, markets, recession. A little inspiring news, though. According to Net Worth, the bottom 50% of Americans saw their incomes up about 3%. However, the top 50% of adults have suffered losses. Now, we don't have as much money at risk in the stock market, despite it being an opportunity for long-term wealth. So, Jackie Monica, not playing the market. Is this that case of eliminate the risk Eliminate the worry.
1: Well, that can be. You know, no one has a crystal ball, and you know, there's always if you're not going to play the game, you're never going to be able to participate in some of the profits, right? The mm-hmm. the gains that are going to be there. But you know, it is a it's a tough tough market right now. I mean, we're hearing about markets compared to the 30s and 40s, and recession, and you know, interest rates going up. So you know, certainly that's affecting the bottom line. And we're very bottom line people. You know, it's not about what you make; it's about what you end up taking home and getting to keep at the end of the day and and nobody likes to see those red arrows in their portfolios they like to see the green and they were looking three and four times a day online at their balances in all their retirement accounts and all their uh, investment accounts but now you know they're maybe picking it up once a month so it's all perspective and you know what are you really trying to achieve with your money
2: Yeah, I think it depends on what stage of your life you're at too. So if you're still in your working years, and you know, even though you've seen you know those numbers decline on your 401k or in your other investments, you may be thinking, okay, this could be back like 2008, where I just have to ride this, and it will come back, and it will come back, you know, hopefully stronger. Again, we don't have that crystal ball. However, back in 2008, you know, you may have been in a different stage of life than you are now. So you have to contemplate if you're a few years away from wanting to retire, what, how much risk are you willing to take? Maybe you're not willing to ride it out as long as you were back in 08. So you may want to do things different, maybe take some of that risk off the table, or just maybe take a plan or maybe actually sit and make a retirement plan if you haven't yet. So I think, you know, it it just depends on where you're at and what your goals are. That's right. and
1: the recent gains have only made a small dent in the broader inequality kind of that you were talking about, Mark, that that inequality tracker, you know the bottom 50% of the US households versus the top 50%. And it just takes money to make money. So I think mm-hmm. that we'll see a more of a spread as you know time goes by. you know nobody has a crystal ball. We talk about that all the time. Um, you know but eventually things will kind of level out and we are looking for growth. you know if you don't have, passion for the money that you save, though it doesn't matter how many zeros you have how many hundreds of thousands or millions that you have in your accounts when you pull back the curtain if there's a couple husband and wife you know it's about getting them on that same page page and making sure that you're doing things that are in your unique ability but also to make sure that your money is using somehow you're using your passion for it And it's not necessarily just the passion of collecting and saving the money It's it's about living the life that you've dreamed of Mm -hmm. nobody ever had a dream saying oh I I dream that I'm gonna work till I pass away you know sometimes that ends up being the reality for many people but that's not the dream and it's about Mm -hmm. connecting those things and and looking beyond it and those things that we can control so much going on in the world right now that is beyond our control we can't control the weather we can't control the hurricane season we can't control who wins the football games we We can't control what's going to happen with the market, with the inflation and things like that, but we certainly can control what we're thinking about, thinking about our thinking a little bit differently and Mm -hmm. really looking beyond that and what wealthy do differently? The wealthier individuals, they don't listen and worry about all the noise right now. They listen to it. They keep a finger on the pulse. But it doesn't disrupt their lives and their long term dreams and plans.
0: You know what you can control when you pick up the phone and call the team at Campbell and Company, Wealth Advisors and CPA, 727 334 0024. Did anybody watch any of the funeral and the passing of Queen Elizabeth last week? Yeah, kind I of
2: caught some bits of that, yeah.
0: Kind of historic to watch, mm-hmm. you know, Queen Elizabeth. And, you know, that also means the passing of wealth. King Charles III now inherits more than thirty four billion dollars in assets and thanks to a loophole the royal family does not have to pay one penny of taxes on it i guess i don't pay pennies over there but anyway they don't have to pay any taxes on it now unfortunately we're not going to get that royal treatment but it does bring up the importance of estate taxes and how it's overlooked by many adults what can we learn from the way that the royal families held their taxes.
1: Well, obviously, they were really great at communicating and uh, keeping money and accumulating money. $34 mm-hmm. billion. Dollars. I mean, that's a significant amount. I think Queen Elizabeth was, she was so stoic. And, uh, you know, I did watch the Netflix series, uh, The Crown. Did you watch that? I did not. No. It's kind of interesting, and you know, you always have to filter through that stuff. Some of it's probably real; some of it probably mm. really isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of gives you some a little bit of history there um, for that. But not paying any taxes on it. This rule was introduced in 1993 in the UK. The government safeguards the royal family's assets from being wiped out in two monarchs were to die in a short period of time. That is powerful. And that is a loophole.
2: (laughs) There are a lot of tax loopholes, Monica, a lot of tax. There are. But you know what I did also read in that article is that even though they don't have to, the queen actually started paying income and capital gains tax back in 93 on her own accord. That's right. So and this is the second branch of that, I guess, is the first
1: part of the provision was uh, taken by queen mother who passed Mm -hmm. away 20 years ago. But that is our favorite bucket of money we typically look at three (laughs) different buckets and there's the tax now tax later and tax-free forever and we really like the tax-free forever Ross uh, your your home your personal home sometimes can be in there because you don't have to pay gains capital gains on more than 250,000 $500,000 500000 if you're married, if you've lived there for more than two years. So mm-hmm. really, really great opportunities. It's just about knowing what the tax laws are and those, those loopholes are. And these are just legal ways to save more money, have more money right. for your what's next, things you're passionate about, whether it goes to a, a charity, whether it goes to your family members, whatever legacy you're looking to leave.
0: You know, a smart tax plan, income planning, your 401k strategy, all part of a solid financial plan that the team at Kimberly & Company are offering our audience this weekend. It's that complimentary portfolio comparison. If you have that 500000 in assets, give the team a call. Let's get on the schedule. We have a representative standing by right now, 727-334-0024. Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day.
2: Jackie, how lost would you be if you didn't have a calendar every single week? I would be completely
1: lost. And actually, that just happened to me. So
2: (laughs) So a calendar, you use it for your appointments. You use it for doctor's appointments, I'm guessing. Uh, You know, I use it for, you know, keeping track of my daughter's band schedule. So calendars are important. But how many of us actually have a financial calendar, or incorporate a financial calendar into theirs, whether they use a paper one or electronic? So, a financial calendar—you know—we spend time to plan for everything. Your financial calendar could really help you stay on track during the year. Whether you're doing a review to see where your holdings, how much risk you're taking, keeping track of potential taxes, or how to save on taxes, having an appointment with your advisor, having an appointment with yourself to review your plan, or maybe get a second opinion on a plan. So I'm going to challenge everyone and we're going into the fourth quarter. I can't believe we're already at October and you know, our next season this year is almost over. So take your calendar out and make your financial calendar for the fourth quarter and be proactive to next year and get some important dates on things that you wish you would have done this year that you didn't get to and get those appointments to yourself on that calendar. Wow.
1: That's a really good tip, Monica. Yeah. We try to keep everybody on on task and we're very quarter oriented about what goes on each quarter, but that's a really great
2: tip. My wealthiest clients, what they do right is before we get off the phone, Jackie, we already have the next appointment scheduled on what oh, they're smart. going to do next with an action plan of what they want to accomplish before the next meeting.
0: And It all begins with the phone call 727-334-0024 to reach out to the team at and Company always online at mykamblinco.com.